0: Welcome to Driving the C-Bus, featuring insights from individual contributors from all corners, nooks and crannies of the Columbus, Ohio region, who are making a marked difference in the cultural, business, arts and quality of life that makes C-Bus home. Our goal is to get to the why of our evolving and eclectic environment, which we all share by the people driving the bus. Well, today uh, I'm driving the C bus I'm pleased to welcome my good friend and colleague Randy Malloy uh, from CD1025 now Randy has a very uh, uh, diverse and uh, exciting background um, and he's an entrepreneur as most of you may or may not know uh, here in Central Ohio he, he was attracted to Central Ohio by the Ohio State University after growing up in New Jersey uh, he sought to come to uh, town here and uh, his major was Telecommunications and Marketing and it, strangely enough, or or, uh, or not, he has an art minor in Neon. So uh, that's, I'm sure, the gas that flows through pipes that looks cool. And uh, so Randy uh, uh, owns the CD1025 independent radio station here in Central Ohio. He started there uh, over 20 years ago as an intern. uh, Fell in love with the business and uh, with the music scene in Central Ohio. uh, And frankly, took it on as a passion. Now a lot of the local scene is because of Randy and what he's been able to do with local radio. Uh, Columbus is blessed to have one of the best independent radio stations uh, in the nation. They are now streaming live at uh, cd1025.com and, uh, and they're lightening up on a national basis. So with that, uh, welcome to the show, Randy. Thanks for joining me.
1: Good morning, Scott. I, I don't really think I need to say anything more. You pretty much said it all, so
0: <laughs> I'm taking away. Well, we're going to get to all that kind of stuff. Well, well uh, So you went to Ohio State. You came here in, uh, uh, back in 87, did you say?
1: Yeah, now you're just
0: dating me. Thanks so much for that. It's all going to be out (laughs) everywhere. It's going to be out. People are going to know.
1: Yeah, I I was born in New York and grew up in New Jersey. Um, When I graduated high school, I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do. I just knew what I didn't want to do when I grew up. Um, So I uh, went to school, got an English degree, and realized that that wasn't going to really do much for me uh, because I wasn't going to be a teacher. Um, I then uh, went back to school for two years, and I became an ambulance driver. I, I went and got a certification, and I was an EMTI. So I drove an ambulance for two years, and uh, that was super fun, super exciting. But I know how
0: you drive too, so that was <laughs> it was perfect. You have an extra it, it, extra gurney for it, it, it,
1: it. fit very well with my driving <laughs> skills. So <laughs> I, uh, but I then realized that you know it's not what I wanted to do forever, and um, so I said you know I'm going to go back to school, and I. Decided to try Ohio State University. I had visited out here in Ohio a couple times. I had a a girlfriend at the time that went to OU, so I had flown out a couple times here and uh, applied, got accepted, and uh, stayed. Just graduated school and stayed in good old uh, central Ohio. I I found it to be a, uh, even back then, I found it to be a very welcoming and uh, open community that I could see a lot of potential for it. Um, it, it literally back even in you know, 1990 I could see the potential for Columbus that it was this this city on the verge of, of exploding the, the growth was already happening um, you know, there was a lot of people that were coming into the market that just it, it was a different vibe than where I grew up where it was just so congested and so packed and all the ideas had been thought of this was very inclusive to ideas and collaboration so I, I just kind of said I'm gonna stay here and see what becomes of it that's great. Well, you got. When did you actually get hooked up with the station, with CD125? Um, the radio station went on air for the first time in uh, August 21st of 1990. Um, I pretty much heard it from the beginning. Um, I was still in school, and uh, I got involved with the radio station for an event we did through the university, uh, and I was with the Ohio State University Ski Club. They showed a Warren Miller film that uh, the station presented in the uh, ski club, sponsored and uh i asked you know do you guys have any internships and they said well, we're just getting to that i said great i'd like to apply so i was one of the, i was the first intern well, how about that? and uh just you know it was sort of so i get to hang out with rock stars and i get to go all this great stuff okay i can do this and then a few months later they said do you want a job i said so you're gonna pay me to hang out with rock stars and do all this cool stuff i said sure And it just, I just progressed from there. Um, You know, I used the skills I'd learned, you know, from previous life, Um, you know, sort of life lessons. You know, my dad had me, I had business cards when I was in junior high to cut grass and shovel snow in the winter, you know, to leave a business card, Randy Malloy, to spend dependable high school student. Um, So I was always self-promoting. so it just sort of, you know, fit into that role. So the marketing was easy for me. So mm-hmm. I was a good guerrilla marketer for the radio station. It was it was in its infancy, only one year old. Um, and then it just, you know, I went to progress through that, became the director of marketing, uh, director of operations, general manager. And then when the station transitioned from the old signal of 101.1 FM to 102.5, um, the old owner, uh, you know, selling the, the tower and license to the Ohio State University, um, I purchased the intellectual property and moved 1025 into what we have today.
0: Well, that's awesome. That's awesome. You know, the, the hair on my neck just stood up because uh, in the studio today, we also have one of your interns that has now joined the team, and that's uh, Daisy Gibson. Hi. Mm-hmm. So Daisy, welcome to the podcast as well. And, you know, so we have the CD 1025's very first intern, sitting here with its probably 50th intern. Oh, oh, uh, no. oh <laughs> no, no, no! We go to about 50 a year. 50 yeah. a year? A oh year. my lord.
2: That's a lot. Yes. That's a lot.
0: Yes. And uh, But you were an intern as well. Was mm-hmm. that right? I was an intern
2: for about a year.
0: Okay, and so, um, uh, now what's your position with the company?
2: I am an account executive, so I work in sales.
0: Okay, good deal.
2: Been here for, this is my fifth day, so.
0: That's great. I'm pretty new.
2: <laughs> That's
0: And your email address, so everybody wants to buy spots on CD1025 is?
2: Daisy at CD1025.com. There you go. There Comfort. you go.
0: Uh, and her last name's Gibson this so that works with the whole guitar thing and rock and it's you know, so Definitely. it just works You're gonna be successful already. I predict it. It was it was meant to happen. That's right. That's what I said. She's got the rock last name. So can't
2: go that's wrong. That's the real. That's the only reason he really hired me. He was like well her last name's a guitar So hired.
0: <laughs> Perfect. Well, you know the Lord works in mysterious ways, you yeah, So that's uh, we all know that. So shifting back to the radio and independent radio itself. So the 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 station has been around. It's really produced, um, you know, it has been the catalyst behind the local rock scene in in Central Ohio, I would think. Now, I, 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 but I, tell I me about how independent radio is different from the other radio, you know. So what's the story, independent radio? What what um, what gives? Well, I appreciate that, that
1: kind sentiment, but, you know, I don't, I don't look at ourselves as we've created the scene. Um, part of it, sure. Helping be influential, sure, but I think it creates itself. Um, independent radio versus corporate radio, I guess, is sort of what you're asking in a polite way. Um, as, you're, as you are, an independent bank compared to the large Wall Street banks. Um, we are the same thing. We are a, a independent radio station compared to literally Wall Street radio. Um, it's, it's sort of the difference between you know if you look at the large concert promoters in the world, you've got AEG and Live Nation. They're the Coke and Pepsi of promotion when it comes to concert promoting. You know we're we're you know some off-brand cola. That's us. We're the off-brand cola that people still love and they have that loyalty and uh, uh, affinity for because, hey, you know, I, I'm i a free thinker. I want to think that way. Um, companies that are like Town Square or CBS or Encom or everyone knows iHeart, um, you know, just applied for bankruptcy as well as a lot of these other did. Um, you know, they have legacy debt in the billions of dollars because their product as a manufactured product is radio station music, but they're not, they're, they're, the passion's not there anymore. It's just a product to them. It's a service, and they leverage that on Wall Street to, you know, make money for right. investors. Well, thinking about passion,
0: though, they, I'm not leaving this independent radio thing. No, right? I'm coming back yeah, to that. Well, the whole <laughs> deal here is this. How, how many times uh, have you guys played uh, a, a famous artist song for the first time in this market? How many times has that happened? Oh, a lot. Yeah, a like we've we broken
1: bands. Few examples of oh, Fits in the tantrums, um, Walk the Moon. I, I'll tell a very quick story. It used to be that I said bands had to start somewhere. They were a local band once somewhere. Pearl Jam, Nirvana were always a great example because you know, think about it. You know, them, Soundgarden, they all started in Seattle. That Seattle grunge, and but they somebody had to play them on the radio before I they know. were anything. Um, a few years ago, um, at the radio station, we have a music meeting on Thursdays, and. People come to it. Bands do, record reps, staff, and we listen to the new music that we potentially put on the air. So one Thursday, there's a kid sitting at the uh, the bar downstairs, and we said, "Hey, how you doing? I'm gonna get you water,
0: coffee, anything?" The Not bar cool. wasn't. The bar is inside the studio, just so everybody knows. <laughs> <laughs> so come visit.
1: Well, we tour people, yeah. That's right. We, we do tours. Um, a couple weeks later, same kid sitting at the bar. I'm like, "Oh, hey, you need here for the music meeting again? Yeah, cool. Oh, what's your name, man? Nice to meet you. Oh, I'm Kevin. Great." A couple weeks later, here's this Kevin Kid again. I'm like, Kevin, right? What are you doing, man? Good to see you. So, what what, were you in a band or something? Yeah, I'm in a band called Walk the Moon. They weren't signed yet. They didn't have a record label. They just were fans of the station, musicians, and they really, really wanted to be on the radio. They called all the time to be in the top five at five, Kevin Ray and his dad. Yeah. To be in the top five at five. Well, Walk the Moon now tours internationally. They sell out 20,000 person venues. But they had to start somewhere. Right. And he's told this exact same story countless times that we've done interviews with him and other stations that someone just had to give him a chance.
0: Right. Well, I'm so glad for that. Uh, thanks for making my point, though. You were very humble in answering my first question. And said, well, we really weren't responsible for that. Well, Randy, I think you were. That's why you're sitting here today. I th- I, that's why I think people like you drive the bus. You know, and, and people in Columbus are generally that humble as well, though. I mean, that's where they, it's not all about who gets the credit here in town. You yeah, know? Yeah, we're we're making a melting pot together and uh, we have so many people doing that. Uh, but I think a lot of times people have to know these stories because there's been iconic things happening and happen in Central Ohio that a lot of folks don't know about. And that that story was awesome. That's that's the kind of the catalyst of, of what I'm talking about as far as the leading edge that that you and CD1025 have been able to to lead for the city. Well,
1: you know, sort of going back to what you said about independent radio, you know, we didn't set out when we started this journey to become tastemakers. We were just playing good music, but As sort of the world evolved, that's what we had to do. We got pushed into this niche that we had to be tastemakers, that we had to create and find new artists to share with the audience because we would get pushed out otherwise because of whatever else technologies there are. People can find other ways to listen to music, but how do you find good music? How do you find new music? Because unless you have more time than a you know hyperactive 16 year old there's so much new music out there how do you find the good stuff that you may like or not like you know there's a lot of services that will point you in that direction but unfortunately a lot of times they're sponsored services if that's not got half a million downloads or it isn't some you know hugely popular band you may not find out about it and how do bands get broken like they used to and that's what the independent radio station is allotted. We can do that. I don't have someone in New York or LA or Atlanta telling me you can't add this band. They're not a hit. they don't have half a million downloads. They don't sell out venues. We can find this this, you know, diamond in the rough and right. say, hey, these guys are we great. Let's play them. Guy's, let's right. make it happen. Exactly. And if it works, it does. If it doesn't, well, there's still someone next. But again, someone has to give these bands that opportunity to do that funny story is that we have an intern named Henry, high school kid from like Columbus Alternative. He's in a band called Rad Attack. He's selling out 200-person venues in high school. His bandmates are all in high school. His mom drives them in a minivan to the shows. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: He's probably gonna get a record deal. We've had a couple of AR executives have shown up at some of his shows already Uh because they're just high school kids with raw talent but they literally can't drive themselves to the venue yet because they're all 16 and 17 year old kids but we're playing on the radio station because we believe that wow these guys have a great sound and we want to support the local musicians as well because someone has to give them a chance if you don't give them a chance someone gave me a chance you know close to 30 years ago, (laughs) as an intern, that said, you know, hey, I'm this crazy kid from New Jersey, I want to work at the radio station. Someone said, sure, give him a shot. And, you know, I, I did my best to make something of that. So I guess I've always thought that paying it forward to do that is important, and we doing it with bands, and we do it right. with someone like
0: Daisy sitting here today exactly. with us. Well, it's also backed up with super lots of long hours and hard work and dedication and all I that. I have mean, no idea you, what you're talking you about. You've got to have all of that. I mean, for <laughs> anybody to give you a shot, and you got to you, ride the ride the bus, right?
1: Yeah, I, I I will say that it does require that there are some extra hours. Um, I was in the office yesterday at 8 a.m. and I left at 3 a.m. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. and that's that's not not, not typical.
0: No, it's not. We're going to get into entrepreneurs, uh, entrepreneur and and, and and all that kind of stuff here in just a little bit. Daisy, what made you, after you were here for you know the first year as an intern or your period of time, what made you want to decide to join the team at CD1025?
2: Well, I've known about CD1025 pretty much my whole life. Um, and I've always loved the station. I've always loved like the music they played. Um, and I really just like listening to music, sharing music with other people is like my passion. I love doing it. It's like my favorite thing to do. So when I got on the scene team I was really excited and I ended up staying for a year and really just loved everyone at the station. I loved working there. It did not like let me down at all. Like once I got the internship I was not disappointed and then when the job opening came up I was like oh awesome. Like Randy said, oh you're gonna basically paying me to work here so and I was like yeah I'll definitely jump on that like that sounds great so I just kind of like went up to Randy and I was like hey Randy see there's a sales a sales opening I want that job and he was like okay send me your resume and I was like alright um, so yeah that's kind of how I why I kind of yeah, wanted to stay like I just killer. loved it
0: yeah that's well great. you know the nice thing about it is too it's not a job it's an adventure yeah, I mean it's truly an adventure. So if you truly like what you do and everything else, it's not a job; it's an adventure. No, yeah, And the hours exactly. fly by, and you—it's not about you're never watching the clock. It's always about what I get to do next, you know. And it's yeah. so exciting if you you know, keep that fire, uh, home fires burning, and you know, in your heart for what you do. It, it just really uh, it changes the demographic completely. Yeah,
2: it's awesome. Great perks too, free concerts. That's right. <laughs> Wonderful. That's right.
0: And great segue. You know, I wanted to start talking a little bit about the local scene of music here in Central Ohio. So, I mean, I, I'll be honest with you, I don't think it's ever been better than it is today. Uh, there, We have now are growing music venues. I know that I'm, I'm financing some of them. I know that, <laughs> that, that you guys are placing bands there. Um, and it's all different kinds of music. Uh, just generally, what do you think about the music scene in Central Ohio? Well, um,
1: I definitely think that Columbus and the Central Ohio music scene is expanding and growing. It's always been there but it hasn't been cohesive. And right now we're looking at a potential seed change in that there is the potential for a music commission to be built here to help drive commerce and real music growth when it comes to bands being developed here, bands being able to live and work here, um, the promotion of venues, of just, just a, a, a belief in that. So almost like the Greater Columbus Arts Council, we'd actually have a music commission like Austin that does South yeah. by Southwest. And or the
0: sports commission. Th- or whatever. Exactly, yeah.
1: um, and that's and that's being really really looked at by some some leaders. Um, you know, you've got some forward thinkers like you know, Tom Krause from Donato's. Um You've got Tom Katzenmeyer, uh, you know, the president of the Greater Columbus Arts Council. Um, you know, you've got Alec Whiteman, who used to be the president of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Um, there's a lot of people looking at creating this. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's pretty much there now. They're they're, they're doing a, a hunt for a director right now, and that really, I believe, is going to help be a cohesive factor to help artists uh, that are that are from here, musicians that are from here, artists that may want to move here from other places, from Brooklyn, from Nashville, which are becoming hotbeds of musicians, to find ways that this can become positive commerce, yeah. where we can have a lot more. Influence over the overall national music scene from you know good old humble Columbus, Ohio. That's right. That's
0: awesome. Yeah, I, yeah. I find that there's not a lack. I mean, almost every, uh, at least three or four nights a week, there's multiple places around town to go and catch great bands, Absolutely. individual performers. Um, of, of everything from classical music, mm-hmm. opera. We have strong opera here in, in yep. Columbus, uh, to uh, traditional music. You've yep. got uh, people like uh, um, uh, you know, Mr. Logston that's here in town, yep. and I mean all those guys that all are on right. the Buckeye Cruise for Cancer. Yep. On the Buckeye Cruise for Cancer, they actually t- take a whole boat. I don't know if you knew this. Mm-hmm. Or not. They take a whole boat, and and all the entertainment on that boat is from Columbus. Yep. So when you go, you hear all these different folks. It's incredible, but it's just a super rich scene. We've got the capital. You know, Capital. Uh, uh, the the Capitol University has a super strong music program. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, Ohio State does as well. So there's lots and lots of local talent to, to make that happen. You
1: can you can find live music pretty much every night in this city at multiple venues. And right, it does it does encompass every format. I mean, the radio station has a venue. You've got a venue down the street in Copious. You know, you've got Promo West that has multiple venues from the Newport Music Hall to the basement to A and R. You've got Natalie's. You know, down in uh, you know Clintonville area. Uh, then you've got people like Zach Rubin with Prime Social Group who puts on with the Breakaway Festival right. for, for Aces
0: of Cups. right? Uh, for EDM fans. Right.
1: Then you've yep. got Ace of Cups. This weekend alone, we have Rock on the Range, which brings you know a hundred million dollars into the market with you know three days of bands playing at Moffray Stadium. Right. Uh, you know you've got Kappa. It's it, it's it really is an extremely vibrant music scene in the city, and you know I think that a lot of people don't realize how music intensive and how music-rich the scene of Columbus is Mm -hmm. because you literally can see live music any day that you want and you can probably find any genre you want any day
0: right yeah I mean it, it, I think it's just getting more and more diverse and and accessible now it's starting with the Commission I think the Arts Commission would be a great idea mm-hmm. um, organizing those efforts you know so they can all be amplified you know, exponentially so I, that's awesome well let's shift gears here and talk a little bit about our city I mean what we've, we've talked about we've been we've been here since the 80s Of course I've been here since the 60s um, you know we've seen the the city has transformed from a cow town to uh, one of the most vibrant uh, MSA's in the United States Mm -hmm. and it it, but it hasn't been by accident you know we've had some really great folks that have helped the city come along Um, uh, tell me what your thoughts are about kind of where it was when when you got here originally back in the 80s and then uh, and then and where you think it is today and maybe where we might be going Um, well
1: you know interestingly enough I think that you know when I first got here, the biggest industry was the university. You know, it was a In
0: city. Patel, maybe Patel, right. and the, yeah, right.
1: But that's but that's you know, that's a different level. You know, Patel is this sort of secret science world that people don't know about. Um, but you know, it it was a city built around the university. There was not a lot of uh, you know downtown. Living there wasn't a lot of downtown excitement. The short north was not
0: exactly what you would call hospitable.
1: <laughs> you know, it, it was the dark <laughs> side of the moon down
0: there. <laughs> um, that's where were the, the the kind of ratty bars and strip absolutely. joints were in the short north. It was, yeah. Which was you know not lit- that I ever went to any of the strip.
1: Literally, <laughs> literally, you know, in between the high rises of downtown and the university was a very very unsavory part of the city. Yeah. Um, but the Columbus feel was there. There was a lot of leaders that were positive and forward thinking. That there's more to Columbus. Um, you know, the potential I saw of Columbus was that it was very white collar. There was a lot of CEO headquartered things here, from you know Borden Foods and Arzetti and Winnie's International and White Castle and you know. So there was a lot of things that were already here that that made that growth possible. And I think with a lot of smart forward-thinking people, they pushed sort of the envelope to grow, you know, what we are now is what, the 13th largest city in the country?
0: Yeah, we just surpassed uh, San Francisco.
1: Yeah, so that's, which you would think that's kind of crazy, but when you look at the size of it, we're a pretty good-sized city. You know? Yeah, just try to drive someplace. 7.30 or eight thirty. We actually get traffic now and still though, I'm sorry, as a guy that comes from the East Coast, yeah.
0: Yeah. Nothing like Jersey, man. The 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 traffic
1: thing uh, isn't really a problem for me. I complain about it too, but I'm like eh, I'll get there in 12 minutes. (laughs) Exactly, yeah. Right. You can still drive anywhere in the county in like 25 minutes or 30 minutes during lunch hour. but like, yes, the, the the growth I think has been exponential and it's been due to some you know, some smart, forward thinking people. And you know, you have to give credit to people like Les Wexner who, you know, put his mark on the city and helped grow that. And you've got to put it onto the wow. political scene because, you know, where else can you see where you have Democrats and Republicans actually crossing divide and working together where, you know, we put a, a, a tax you know, a sales tax on things and said we're gonna use it for improvements and actually did. Actually used that tax right. incentive for improvements. It wasn't like, oh well, you know, we got the tax, let's now fight about it later. No, we said we're gonna do that and they did it. Right, right. So that that says a lot about the inclusiveness of a political regime in the you know and the the private sector regime actually working together. So yeah. If, if if we can do it in Columbus, well, that's why we're a test market, and that's why we're so important to the rest of the world when it comes to you know presidential elections and everything else, because we seem to have this anomaly of people that actually can get things done.
0: Right, Daisy. Now, where are you from initially?
2: Um, I'm initially from Columbus, but okay. I actually uh, grew up overseas. I'm okay. um, over in Taiwan for a lot of my life, and then um, I came back to Columbus for college. Okay. So I, I got a capital.
0: Okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, that's where my son went. My son went oh, to yeah. capital. He majored in golf. <laughs> uh, and he's so he's going to be a professional golfer, so it's cool. He, so awesome. he's putting door. <laughs> but, uh, it But work. But tell me, just in your short time back, so you were here, and then you went away, and then mm-hmm. you came back. What made you, I mean, obviously you're, you're going to start your career here, and you're joining Randy's squad What makes you think, I mean, what's your opinion of the city and where it's come?
2: I love Columbus. I think it's a great city. I think it has that sort of, it's growing and I've always lived in cities. So I've always liked cities. Um, Columbus sort of, I feel like, has a very, like, like, it has a Midwestern feel, but it's not like... You know, I feel like when you think overall Midwestern, it's a lot of like corn and like just out like outside in other parts of Ohio and stuff. But um, Columbus has like that Midwestern feel. I feel like people in Columbus are like pretty genuine and friendly and I really like that. I really like that Columbus is uh, so community oriented. I feel like the people in Columbus really care about local community, um, local businesses, which I think is great. Local radio. Yeah. And like. C1025 yeah. is like big reason I wanted to work at C1025. So, I came back to Columbus. The only like real downside to living in Columbus for me is the weather. We're in <laughs> Taiwan, like I in Taiwan, I lived in Taiwan and it was so warm. And here it's not so warm like during well, it the. Depends
0: otherwise. on the year, you know. Just yeah, it does. Boring. It does. I mean, <laughs> the whole ice pack was melting here a few years ago, and you know, oh, was me. No, the whole the whole deal is this. Columbus is the tropics of the Midwest, right? So you just have to. Uh, <laughs> you really just have to yeah. wait, and the weather will change. I've played golf on January first. I can't tell you how many times, you know. And mm-hmm. but of course, I've seen snow in May. So yep. it just all, yep. it just depends, you know. So. Um, you know, yeah. I, guess, I guess the variety of our weather is a lot like our residents and a lot like our music scene and everything else, right? So we have the plentiful, Fair enough. we get all the seasons and sometimes yeah. we get them in different, in the wrong season, but yep. you know,
2: Pretty who much. knows?
0: So yeah, I, I hear the whole weather thing. Uh, I, I get you there. Uh, well, that's cool. You know, um, how about... Uh, you know, entrepreneurialism is something that's very, very important to me, and, and I know it is to Randy as well, and, and to all the people that join Randy's team, because it's kind of an all-hands-on-deck philosophy, right? So you were talking before about—and uh, and Columbus is super rich with entrepreneurs. Yes. I mean, big time. That's why we're a test market. That's I mean, some of the biggest— Uh, Companies in the nation have come from here. Uh, We have one of the largest nonprofit research institutes on the planet. Actually, it's the largest on the planet in Battelle Mm -hmm. here, and people don't really know the gem that we have here. Uh, You were like beside Moscow and Washington. Unfortunately, we're number three on the (laughs) nuclear. I was going to say. I think we're we're (laughs) still on the uh, first strength list. That's right, because of Battelle. So congratulations, (laughs) Columbus. You're on the first (laughs) strength list. So uh, you know, strength through peace. Uh, or uh, peace and <laughs> strength, peace yeah. And yeah. Strength.
2: Um, strength but tell right. me a
0: little bit about the, the you know you were able to take as a as a young person you were able to get involved with the station and and your entrepreneurial attitude and and and, uh, uh, and stance has really molded that station to what it is today and the Columbus music scene. So how important is that to you, Randy, as a as an entrepreneur? of of, uh, inclusiveness with your team and then being in an environment that actually rewards that kind of behavior?
1: Uh, Well, I mean, I just was a moderator at Columbus Startup Week. And it's packed with people. Um, And I I don't think there's ever been, to me, it doesn't seem like there's ever been a better time to be an entrepreneur. Because people are looking for that that spark in other people—they want to find that that idea, that next great thing—and a lot of other people are willing to invest in that. Um, you know, people like yourself, people like uh, uh, you know from Rev One, and people are, are literally looking to find that next big thing and are willing to invest in that. And that passion has to be there, though. People have to believe in themselves. Um, and it's funny because you know I I I try never to be an arrogant person but I have to believe in myself that you know, I know what I'm doing and if I don't, well, you know, I'll ask for directions along the way you know, as I'm literally driving at breakneck speed. So if, you know, if that map flies out the window, well, just somebody else better be looking <laughs> going, I, I think that's the right way. Well, we're still on the road, so
0: we're, we're going the right direction.
1: You have to have that. You have to have that belief in yourself. Um, someone told me once, you know, if you bet on yourself, you never lose. Well, that's kind of how I think entrepreneurs live. You have to take that that sort of breakneck speed, and if the map goes out the window, well, okay, keep going. We're on the road, aren't we? Right. Or not.
0: Well, it's like a play you've never seen before. Correct. Right? So nobody really knows that you lost the map. The map didn't fly out the window. Right. right? I once had a, a real quick story. I had a, a gentleman that was an entrepreneur here in Central Ohio named Jack Eggspieler. Uh He was uh, one of the the vice. Well, he's a vice chair of Heartland Bank uh, with my father for twenty four years. Um, he ran Don Scott Field had his own had restaurants uh, all of his own stuff serial entrepreneur um, and he was an expert uh, uh, airplane crash uh, um, witness so they would go up and uh, and enact reenact airplane crashes to, to fatten which is a not a very safe job right? <laughs> but, it, say. but this is what he did and he was very good at it right I so think they use dummies in cars for that now <laughs> yeah, they do they do let's just do let's go back to the video yeah, yeah. so anyway he uh we were sitting in uh, a hangar in in southwest florida when i was uh, starting my business and i was about two and a half years into it and and you just constantly as an entrepreneur are beating your head against the wall you know solving problems That's what you do. If it was easy, everybody would do it, right? And so I asked Jack. I said, Jack, when do you truly know what you're doing as an entrepreneur? And he looked around. He looked over one shoulder to another and made sure nobody was listening. And he said, Scott, nobody really knows what the hell they're doing. (laughs) They really don't know. It's through trial and error. It's through solving problems on a daily basis. It's through uh, you know, building your network of trusted advisors and getting up every day with a passion to do it again. That's what it's all about. And I thought, wow, that's this, you know, sage advice. And so I've always kind of kept that, uh, you know, uh, it held that dear, and that's what drives me on a daily basis. That you know, people just. You know, they don't know, you truly don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, so you got to be prepared every day to handle whatever comes your way. Something similar to that mantra was
1: something uh, that we've had at the radio station for many, many years that may have dated back to uh, an engineer who consulted with us name, Chip Morgan, and uh, it's just a suggestion. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> so right. we still have that today. It's like, well, that didn't work. It was just a suggestion. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, stuff, it, that's exactly what it is. You have to think that way that... Look, if it didn't work this way, well, let's try it a different way, and right. you know, if this way worked, great. So you know, I always try and analyze things. You know, cheaper, faster, smarter. So how do you do it? Cheaper, faster, smarter, and not in any specific order, because just because we've been doing something the same way for the past twenty years. You know, and you come to me. Have you tried this? No, it costs more money. Have you tried this? No, no, no. That takes three extra people. Have you tried this? No, 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 no. That's too dangerous. Have you tried this? You may ask me that 77 times, and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm the, you know, the Pope of Nope. No, 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 no. But that 78th time, you know, you come to me and say, "What about trying it this way?" Oh, I've never thought of that. Well, guess what? If that is now cheaper, faster, smarter, that's the way we'll do it from that point on. And that was an 18-year-old that just told me, right. do it that way. And that's now the new way that the radio station does it. So you have to have that mind open. You have to look at the, the resources you have and the people you have. And you have to have that mentality of, it's just a suggestion because the roadmap isn't written. You're, you're doing it as
0: you go. Well, it's just the same. at say Edison principle, right? So Yes. He did, it's not that he...
2: You know, right, he, didn't he didn't fail ten thousand times. He
0: found it's ten thousand uh, ways not to make a light bulb. You know, right. so same kind of deal. Exactly. All right, hey, what question would you have of me? As the uh, shows uh, at the podcast hopes, or, or, or po- at the po- yes, <laughs> as the podcast uh, host, what question would you have of me today? Well, I mean, you know, probably what I would want to know is, as someone who
1: does invest in entrepreneurs uh, in new projects. Where do you see the direction of the overall entrepreneurial
0: world in this city headed? Oh, you know, it's headed to a really good place. I mean, we have so much bright talent now that sees Columbus as a place where they can live. You know, before, I remember when I went to school, um, you know, I'm, I guess we're perpetually going to school. But when I, when I was in college and after college, uh, all I ever heard from were my friends it, were that I can't wait to get out of Columbus. I can't wait to go to Chicago or New York or L.A. or Phoenix or one of these other great places. You know that have all this to go. The brain you drain. You don't hear that now. Now you hear, wow, Columbus is pretty cool. Uh, we've got all the amenities we want, things of that nature. You know, um, and so I think uh, we have that going for us. We actually have a place now that's that's cool. For, and it's conducive to families, to conducive to all the different generations and, and, and stages in life um, that people want. Not just a cow town where you get two kids and a suburban house and, and uh, picket fence and that kind of thing. You can do multiple things here in the city and have different stages of life in this city and still uh, have great midwestern people that have values and are nice to you or give you directions and you know that kind of thing we have a low crime rate Uh, so the city's on fire Um, as far as where i go i think about when i invest in entrepreneurs um, i invest in passionate entrepreneurs that are not overly blind you know to their passion so some people get so blind to the passion that they will not listen to anyone else that's giving them the idea or another way to do something or what have you. So, so we at Heartland we try to seek those entrepreneurs that that want a relationship with an institution that's going to give them the advice that they need um, but they got to have their own passion. They just can't have blind passion. Um, and so I think the future, to answer your question directly, in Ohio and, and, and specifically in Central Ohio for entrepreneurs probably has never been better it's probably going to get a lot better uh, because of the amount of uh, equity and, uh, and attention on the creativity of uh, entrepreneurship here in Central Ohio. So, I really, my, I'm, I'm totally bullish on it. What kind of last thoughts do we have?
1: Um, well, I wanted to say congratulations to you and your team on receiving the Governor's Award. Oh, thank you. That's thank a you. very prestigious award. We actually got that some years ago. Um, not an easy thing to get, so congratulations. That's uh, very impressive.
0: I didn't, re- I didn't realize uh, how big of a deal that was oh, until I showed up and I'm like, wow, there's 800 people here. Right, that's oh, a very big deal. This person has a scripted message to accept <laughs> their thing. So I was uh, starting to sweat bullets there a little bit.
1: No, you were very appropriate. You did a great job. Oh, nice. uh, your speech was great. and. Uh,
0: uh, I, I think that is a well, very well-deserved uh, award for you and your team. Good deal. Well, I appreciate that. Well, you know, I just want to thank both of you for coming in. Uh, congratulations, Daisy, on the next chapter of life. Oh, You've great. hooked up with a great company. Yeah, I'm really uh, excited. Independent Radio is going to be here to stay. And, uh, and the founder here uh, and, and one of the uh, icons of Columbus music, Randy Malloy, is going to make sure of that. I guarantee you. So uh, with that, I want to thank uh, Randy you, and CD1025 for everything that you guys do to create the music scene in here and to, to uh, promote entrepreneurialism and, uh, and independent radio, uh, both not only locally but across the nation. And thanks for driving the bus. Thank you so much, Scott.